Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eye of Soul Radio. I am Psychic Medium, honored to be filling in for Dr. Pat today. So let me just start off by saying, anybody else realize the energy is freaking wonky, right? Wonky. Also, anybody that has Mac understanding and internet, I would appreciate a message. That would be fantastic. Um, my computer's been in and out with my internet, and so it worked this morning. It didn't work this morning. Then I had it up and running, and four minutes before I was supposed to click the Zoom link, uh, nope, it decided to shut down. So I'm going to apologize ahead of time if you hear any random noises, because we are doing this on my iPhone. So shout out to iPhone for being able to do this for me today. On that note, I'm excited, and I really, really love this topic, because Sylvia Brown was one of the first people that I felt that I connected with um, through some of her books when I really first started entertaining the idea that, dude, I can be doing this full time. Like I can be connecting with spirit and I'm already doing it like at home and having those, those things come up or, or being in, in locations that were, uh, you know, allegedly haunted and actually having the activity and getting it validated. Like this was 20 some years ago, right? I've been doing this since five, but about 25 to 30 years ago, I realized, and I'm only 44 people, I'm not ashamed of my age, uh, that you know what? It's time. It is time for me to start doing some research, reading some books. And so sure enough, I picked up one of her books, you know, we're all drawn to different people. We're drawn to certain book titles and all that stuff for reasons that sometimes we aren't aware of, right? Divine intervention, clear cognizance, you call it what you will. I've also read books from, you know, any medium out there that has a book, I've probably read it minus a couple of the newer ones. Why? Because it intrigues me on their mind, their perception, how they work with spirit, how they can move forward. And that's key for me because we can take bits and pieces, even from them and what they see and feel and hear, and we can add it into our repertoire if it fits. And if it doesn't fit, well, what are we going to do, right? So with that being said, what I decided to do for this particular show topic, and I realized that I couldn't even get into half of what I wanted to, because there's so much information that she gives us, right? So the other side and back, this was actually one of my first books I read. I know it wasn't the first book that she wrote, uh, but this was published in 1999, I believe. So that's over 20 years ago, right? 2021. So we're hitting the, the point of like, how has this stuff evolved? How have we changed? Has it, or has our perception shifted? Or these up and coming generations, are we seeing things differently? And so that's why I wanted to look back in this book and see how do I perceive it now, 20, 30 years later after reading these first books of hers and how does it, you know, how does it get portrayed out to you, our clients? 
right? Our listeners. So honestly, I was going to do four chapters. I got through two. So that's why I want to keep doing this because I find it fascinating. All right. So again, I've been doing this for 40 years myself. Again, this is only from my perspective. So I want you guys to remember that. Now, a side note for my uh, fabulous producers on the other side, on the iPhone, I don't know if the break's going to pop up. So I think you're just going to have to chime in and let me know when we go to break. And then I'll do my little thing because, hey, we're flying by the seat of our pants today. All right. So from the beginning, right, this, I did chapter one. I love chapter one for her help from the other side. And you guys can see, like, I highlighted, um, oh, I can't see the chat. Perfect. Thanks, Hooray! <laughs> We're going to make it work today. <laughs> Things are looking um, up. <laughs> I love it. Um, but what I had done in here was I started to highlight. I love to highlight. And I was doing yellow, and I realized the things that um, I didn't resonate with, or I saw differently, I started highlighting in pink, and I started to go crazy. So I've got one of the most colorful books I've ever highlighted in my life. Um, but in this first chapter, uh, Sylvia Brown talks about spirits existing, right? And how people used to consider it crazy. And honestly, you know, this was in 1999, even before then, that people could communicate with spirit. So bizarre to them. Like, are you serious? Like, you must be crazy. Um, think of like the Salem witch trials and stuff. What happens when they think that you could talk to dead people or you created potions? Or it might be that you just blended some herbs in order to, to help a sick relative. And now you're hanging out there because they feel like this is some sort of, you know, voodoo magic or whatever you want to call it, you know, back in those days. And now I'm realizing, you know, through my own process and through working with a lot of children is that it is definitely becoming more accepted even from 20 years ago. And knowing from my experience um, that we can talk to spirit. Any of us can connect on certain levels. We all have psychic abilities. We are always surrounded by our support group, if you will, right? And that's true. Like when we're surrounded by our support group on the other side and we start to acknowledge it, things start to happen for us. Um, I love for her because she's, you know, she talks about our spirit teams are part of us, right? They love us. They understand us. They want to help us. They want to connect with us. Um, and I do completely agree and resonate with her on the we're leaving on the other side. Right. So we leave the other side. We leave our home. We leave our family. We leave our loved ones in order to come back down to earth. Right. Because we're not done yet in life. We have things we need to learn, lessons we need to learn, people we need to work with. Um, but I love the way she calls it. She goes uh, home on the other side and our spirit family come back to this job bad camping trip how many of you have had that i know i have there's been a time where i made the family pick up and leave a day and a half early and we drove home at midnight from that bad camping trip uh and this hard work called life she's absolutely correct we're down here in the midst of it right we're down here to learn these human lessons we've left the unconditional love on the other side she also gets her information for most of you who are familiar with sylvia brown you know that she has a main spirit guide she works with on her team Francine, right? Um, so she has a lot of this book through Francine, through her clients, uh, their perspectives, their situations, um, and what she's taken away from them. For me, on the other hand, I don't work with just one guide in that way. I have my team. I've built my team up over a long period of time. New team members coming in, depending on what I'm doing in my life. But for me, I call them they. Now, this is okay for most readings, but I will get the occasional person who's like, uh, excuse me, and I'm like, yes, how may I help you? Who's they? 
And I'm like, oh boy, because the way I, I get my information is that I directly move into my spirit team and I have them go find your family, friends, and loved ones when it comes to mediumship. Psychic work, it's the clear cognizance for me. So it's just tapping in and just universally taking in the knowledge, not second guessing it and giving it out, even when I'm doing card readings. So sometimes I do have to backtrack and they could be, okay, this is my spirit team connecting with your spirit team. Sometimes I'll go directly into someone else's spirit team, but I do try and keep some sort of respect level between the client and myself. So most of the time it's my spirit team talking to theirs, bringing that information through. And because I'm directly linked to my own spirit team, that's how I'm downloading my information. Uh, there was one time though, that I did have a lady who said they, and I actually had to retrace through paths of what we were talking about. And it actually ended up being someone who had passed that was connected to her. Um, but for the most part, she's got Francine and her spirit team. Um, and I have my whole group. We work as a one. Um, so I love that part of it as well. Um, this is interesting to me. I find it still interesting because when I read that, it did resonate. And it was that she feels the way she sees spirit is that they are said, quote, dimension superimposed on our world, some three feet above our version of ground level, end quote. And so I stuck with that for a long time and a lot through my teachings that I've done myself and learning and growing in my mid 20s. Um, because the way energies came into me at four or five, six years old was that they just looked like they were a little bit higher. I didn't see them floating like you'd see in the ghosts or the haunted mansion in Disneyland. Um, but they just, they seem to be just a little bit higher. And for me, it is, we're on a higher vibrational frequency, right? So I agree that, that spirit comes in, in the mediumship readings for me at that level of about three to three feet, right? I'm looking at them as I'm sitting. So they're coming in at that level. Uh, but I also know that when I connect with the other side, my eyes will dart. So a lot of times, even when I'm doing, you know, readings with you guys, I will look up depending on who's talking to me. So it could be angelic. So I'm looking way up. It could be spirit teams, spirit guides. Um, it could be loved ones. Also for me, because I work in those lower realms so comfortably, I will look down because that's where they're residing energetically, vibrationally. So are they all only on that three foot level? I, for me personally, no. Uh, so that was something that differed now after 20 plus years of learning and growing and, and working with spirit for me. Uh, continuing in this chapter, I really do agree that when I have seen spirit show me their transition and they move to the other side, it almost looks like a parallel transition. So if I have them showing me their passing and they're laying on that like hospice bed or they're at home or even at the hospital and they make that transition, they come up out of their body and then they start to go this way, but they also go up. And so I know um, if you guys watched our show where we had, I died and came back with Shades of Spirit uh, with Lori Crow, she actually had passed and come back and then had two more near-death experiences. And we talked about that tunnel approach and other people I've talked to, it's been 50-50. Some kind of have that tunnel part and some are just like, I just ended up in a different place. It was light, it was bright, there were familiar faces around. So I'm not quite sure if I will say that everybody passes in that tunnel. And I'm pretty sure, you know, I can't speak for her, um, that she probably has some variations of that as well. But out of that part of the book, that was something that definitely was a little bit different for me. Um, and that 30 year old part, right? How many of you have heard that? 
right? That we pass and when we get to the other side, we're 30. And I know it wasn't just from Sylvia Brown. I've heard that from all sorts of places um, around that age range. I personally don't agree with that part of it. And it's from my perspective again, you guys. So when they come to me, they will come to me in the form in which they passed or in the form in which the person will remember them. And so with that being said, it was about, you know, for me, when they're over there, I'm seeing them as they were or what they're evolving to and going back in that spirit form. But it isn't always that age of 30, right? We'll continue that part of the conversation, continue diving into this book because I absolutely love it. Um, right after these messages. You guys, we also have a special going on. You can book a one-hour reading with me, Psychic Medium Jamie. You just got to jump over to shadesofspirit.com. Check out all the other cool things that I offer over there. And I will see you right after this break. Welcome to Light Body Wisdom with internationally known Light Body Whisperer, Grace Holm. She will make you laugh and yawn as you release lifetimes of trauma and begin to feel much lighter. Your divine gifts may be activated, allowing you to weave light into the fabric of the world. Are you ready to be your own light and shine? For more information about Grace, visit gracegholm.com. That's gracegholm.com. Take the power of essential oil healing to the next level with the Essential Light Insight Deck, containing 61 oracle cards. Each card holds a painting and message that captures the spirit of an essential oil. By drawing a card, you'll illuminate the spiritual healing capacity of plants and transform your day. For more information about the Essential Light Insight Deck and Gen Repa, visit Thriveology.com. Hi, I'm Brittany Miles from Miles to Go, How to Lose to Gain It All. I have a mindfulness practice to help you face difficult emotions. It's called RAIN. Developed by Tara Brock, the letters mean the following. R, recognize what's happening to you. A, allow the situation to be as it is. I, investigate feelings with interest and care and nurture yourself with self-compassion. So you see, RAIN isn't so bad after all. Tune into my show to learn more. See you on the second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, here on Transformation Talk Radio. Feel free to reach out to me at milestogocoaching.com. That's miles, the number two, gocoaching.com. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death? From debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind. Anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. Are you ready to let go of the I can'ts that are holding you down? Valerie Trujillo invites you to join her community on a mission to collectively heal as a tribe, where your vulnerability is heard and reciprocated. So tune in to Love and Light with the Crystal Blue Oracle every second and fourth Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Valerie and her work, visit CrystalBlueOracle.com. 
Yes, I absolutely love that song. Jacob just killed it right there. We are spirits. We are all spirits in human form. We are all spirits in that body, right? We're all spirits learning, evolving, and growing to go back into spirit form. That was pretty bomb. I'm going to give you credit on that one. I like it. All right, you guys, welcome back. I'm Psychic Medium Jamie. You are listening to I Have Soul Radio today, filling in for Dr. Pat. Very honored to be able to do these shows uh, with you guys because it gives me a different opportunity and venue to get you to know who I am and to convince you that you need to be working with me, okay? So before we continue on, we are covering Sylvia Brown's book, a couple chapters of The Other Side and Back, but I'm going to tell you why you need to be working with me. I've been doing this since I was four or five, and I have created this little empire, if you will, and I am okay to call it my empire, my dreams, my goals, because that is what I always wanted to do is work with people and work with spirit and be able to help kind of heal, if you will. I'm also a Reiki master. I teach classes. I do Reiki um, classes so that you can become certified in that as well. I actually have one kicking off this Thursday, and I will do them individually with you guys as well because I know our schedules don't always match. Um, I am a fantastic psychic medium. I know I can say that in all certainty based on my repeat clients, the referrals you guys give me, the ability for me to be able to do these specials to where I can offer one-hour readings for $75 and not devalue who I am and what I do. Um, you guys got to check us out at shadesofspirit.com. We also have a show that's starting. We switched over days, you guys. So Shades of Spirits radio show is on at five o'clock on Wednesday night. So I'm coming back at five. Join us for that as well. Getting back to the topic at hand, kind of going over Sylvia Brown's book, The Other Side and Back, and see how it's evolved uh, through the spirit side of it over the past 20 years. And it's amazing how much of it actually is the same, how much of it actually still connects us on those same levels, but then also to see how we perceive it as individuals who work in this field and how it is a little bit different. And to give you guys an opening of that mind, a different perspective to think about, and then you decide what works for you. So we were talking about when spirit crosses over, right? What happens? Well, let me tell you, they cross over, they come back through in different modalities, through mediums, psychics, um, your dreams to connect. But I have yet to see, as she says, we all, we go back over there and we're 30. They do show me the way that they want to look. And she does specify that as well. But when I ask, some of them are perfectly happy being in their 80s, passing alongside their husband or wife, um, still walking that path. And that's their spiritual place of happiness and bliss and that unconditional love. So that was one thing that differed a bit for me than from her perspective. Um, what I do agree with is how she sees heaven, if you will, the other side. And it is the most beautiful and magical place. And I don't see a lot in color. I do a lot in black and white and neutral colors. But when I can actually meditate and go up there, the colors start to pop. If you hear Spirit Walker Nicole, my counterpart for Shades of Spirit, talk about it, it is magnificent. The colors, the smells, everything that she encompasses up there um, is just she can't even describe the beauty that comes out of it. So the mountains, right? The beaches, um, how absolutely stunning and beautiful all of these are. Um, the music, the arts. Now what's really cool is working alongside someone who is more on that angelic side, right? An angel medium, if you will, spirit guides. Um, from time to time, I can hear what she's hearing for my clear audience and it's harp music. And I'll be like, 
do you hear that? And she's like, absolutely. And I'm like, is this what you hear? And she goes, anytime I meditate, this is where I'm at. This is what I hear. So I'm able to merge kind of into that energy of hers and hear it. And it gives me the chills to this day, that vibration, that strength, that power behind it, right? Um, what I also found interesting is, is that we're still working up there, right? I do believe that. I believe we're evolving and growing. Um, but she makes it sound like we're working. We're still making inventions. We're doing medical cures. We're creating beautiful music, art, scientific breakthroughs in spirit form. And then this is the part that I'm not, I'm not sitting with 100%. We bring that down to the humans who are here on earth, that knowledge, that information for them to then channel it through. Obviously, it's people who are in these fields, right? It's the professionals, but they're bringing the other side's ideas and bringing it through the physical person in order to manifest the cures, um, the medical part of it, the, the concerts, the symphonies. So does that mean that Mozart didn't actually write his own symphony? That's the part that I have a little bit of a problem with. And the reason being is, is that I do feel that we're here to learn our life lessons, our blueprint, our life's journey. And it's not that she's taking away from that component of him, not taking away the person that did vaccines. If you were into vaccines, great. If you're not cool, this is not an argument or discussion. This is just what they've popped into my head to say mumps, measles, right? That it wasn't the physical person that we were downloaded information from a spirit team on the other side that's doing the same thing as us. I don't know. And so for me, it, it's not, doesn't sit hundred percent to where I feel that way. And yet when she brings up this next part of it, I shook my head nodded in agreement. which this is what's so much fun about this field is that, you know, when we all of a sudden across the world, people have that brainstorm, if you will. Right. And they all come up with these same ideas at the same time and start putting them out there. And then you can start triangulating what and where and how, how did those people get that at the same time? Have you ever sat across from someone, even in a work meeting at home, around the dinner table, whatever, maybe even it's just a stranger you're talking to in line somewhere with your mask on, of course, still for, you know, a lot of us, but, and all of a sudden you both said the same thing at the same time. That makes me wonder, is it because we're working on the telepathy part of it? Is it because we're supposed to take these ideas separately with our own knowledge that spirit just came in and downloaded us with these ideas and run with them and evolve them and grow them and then bring them together at some point, somehow, maybe, I don't know. Something I actually want to look into myself and connect with my spirit team and get some more answers along that part. So yeah, that's one thing where I'm like, Hmm, I found it very interesting. I definitely agree that we communicate through telepathy, right? We don't have to speak. You guys don't have to speak in order to connect with your loved ones, family, friends, your spirit team, your angels. You can do it up here. That's how I see us talking up there as well. And yet I have meditated and walked through and heard chatter and talking. But again, is that through me or is that through them? I'm not sure. Um, I definitely agree that we have no ego, no aggression, no jealousy, no pride up in spirit as well. I do feel that sometimes energies get stuck here or lower based on how they passed, right? You've seen shows where I've talked about that. And with that being, you know, it's our job to remind them that there's no judgment up in spirit form. 
And that's something that I take pride in being able to do and empower the clients that I work with for people who have passed in that way. Because sometimes what's, what happens is, is it could even be the 95 year old man who had the best life possible. And this is a true story coming from my experience reading a client. And yet I kept saying to him, why don't I see you higher? What are, how come you're just kind of still in this area over here? Like, are you happy? And he goes, well, I'm happy. I lived a good life. I was a good man, but I stole that candy bar from the little grocery store around the corner from my house when I was seven. He was holding on to the guilt of that energy before he could take it any further, right? Which I found so interesting because he was afraid he's going to be judged. There is no judgment. Like we aren't the ones to do it here. You go up and, and you, and you work it out up there and you work that life review. And what did you learn from it? Um, so yeah, no, I totally get that part of it. Um, when she talks about spirit guides, I completely see and feel that they were somebody that we were close to, right? And that our soul level growth is from them and vice versa. I do agree that they are someone who has lived at least one life here on earth, right? Um, and that our angels are a separate entity and yet we can work as a team. Now, the thing that I don't agree with is I personally, and from my experience, have seen loved ones who have passed, who have done their life review, did what they needed to on the other side, but were more higher evolved, if you will, spiritually. And they have come down to help them in the form of a spirit guide through a portion of my client's life. So that is something for me that I definitely would never waver on. I would never need to have an argument on because this is how I perceive it. But she does say that past loved ones cannot be a spirit guide because we've made this pact before we were born, right? Um, and for me, I do feel that they, they can come back and they can help guide us and talk to us and be with us on our journey because they still know what we're supposed to be doing because we made the pact on the other side before we both came down here. Um, we are about to take a quick break. I'll need to know again how many minutes because I just start getting so full of myself and talking that I forget Benny where we're at. Yeah, you can break it right about now. That's good for me too. I like it. All right, cool. See, this is why we work as a team, folks. Work with a team. Again, yay iPhone. You're holding out here. I appreciate it. Um, we're going to talk about angels. We're going to talk about our spirit team some more. And we're going to go into the next chapter, which I did for the second half of the show on past lives, because it's a huge part of what I do right now. You guys, we have an angel workshop coming up Saturday, the 20th of March. So in a week from this coming Saturday, it's at 11 a.m. Pacific time. It's $40. If you want to learn more about angels, the higher phylums, the different realms they, they're in, meditating with them. You also get an angel reading with it as well. Uh, we still have some space for that. So that is Saturday the 20th at 11 o'clock. You can message us at shadesofspirit.com to get in or visit Shades of Spirit LLC on Facebook. Hit the event, book it, and we will see you right after this break. Hey everyone, it's me, Psychic Medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole from Shades of Spirit, bringing you another Shades of Spirit tip of the week. Jamie, have you ever wondered if you might be an empath? Yes, I have. And some signs that we may be an empath include an inexplicable desire to avoid crowds in places like movie theaters, shopping centers, and restaurants. You know, sometimes I'm able to walk into a room with other people and I know exactly how they're feeling, even if no one is saying a word. I can attend social gatherings or other events and find myself so emotionally exhausted and physically drained that I could probably sleep for a week. If any of these examples resonate with you, please come check out our new live podcast, Shades of Spirit. 
It's on every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. You can also find us at shadesofspirit.com where you can book your appointment or call us at 858-684-7575. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait, get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on transformationtalkradio.com. Hey everybody, it's me, Psychic Medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole. We are so excited to introduce you to our new live call-in show called Shades of Spirit on TransformationTalkRadio.com. As we connect you with your crossed over loved ones, angels, and guides, and also help you develop your own psychic and healing abilities. For more information and to book your own private experience, go to ShadesOfSpirit.com and also follow us on TransformationTalkRadio.com. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you, great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country, and it's just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information about the Healy on my website, maryjanemack.com, or you can call the office at 888-777-4232. Yes, this is just fantastic. I could just listen to the music, but then I remember I have to come back. So welcome back, you guys. I have Soul Radio on today. I am Psychic Medium Jamie, and we are discussing the book by Sylvia Brown, The Other Side and Back. I wanted to do four chapters, and like I said, there's so much information, and the way I see information and perceive information, um, I've had to limit it to two, which means we're going to be doing more of these, which I find so much fun, because I can go back to when I read these 20, 30 years ago and see how I've evolved spiritually as well, and how I can help others continue that ascension process. So we're finishing up chapter one, the other side and back. I like, again, how she talks about our spirit guides, our spirit team, right? 
And the thing that she hit on directly on point, and that's what we at Shades of Spirit believe as well, is that you do not need a name for your spirit guides or even your angels, right? In human form, we need names. We need tangible things. We need to have that connection. In spirit form, they don't, right? So do they say they're walking around up in, in heaven or in spirit world, whatever you want to call it, and they're like, hey, Bob, how you doing? Mary, great. I personally don't think so. Maybe we do have a name in spirit. That's our soul essence that brings us into that one space. I'll go for that, right? But then again, Bob and Mary could have been three lifetimes ago, and this next time it was Harold and Frank. Who knows? So they don't need to have names. So when we get hung up on that part of it, we start to put up barriers of building that connection with them. So I definitely agree on that part. Now, there are ways that you can come up with their names. We've done shows on that. If you want more information, book a session with us and we can help connect you energetically with your team to build that relationship. Um, and then you can bring the names about that way. But you are very rarely ever going to see me pop out with a name for your spirit guide because it's not my place. Once in a while, they will, but generally not so much. On the other hand, she does talk about angels, right? The angel section was a little bit different for me. I do agree with most things that she's written, but there was one point where I was like, mm, I am not feeling that. And I actually asked Spirit Walker Nicole, I'm like, how do you perceive this without giving her my information? And we were really kind of on that same connection. And this part true, angels have never incarnated on earth. They've never walked the earth, except there are two have done that, right? Look at our angel workshop. We can go into that more. Um, and that they are direct reporters from the God or source, whatever your beliefs are, um, as well, right? And that there is a hierarchy of the angels. Yes, we agree with that. They are perfect and eternally alive. Yes, absolutely. The part that I did not resonate with, um, and it's because of my connection with my own spirit team, is that she talked about how angels um, did not, they don't interfere with us like our spirit guides do, right? So they didn't really know our blueprint. And yet at the other, on the other side of it, my angels, I know, know what my blueprint is. I've talked to them about that. My spirit guides are the ones that are actually like my worker bees. They're out there to help me, bring things to me, put things in my path. We were talking at break about how, you know, we ask for things, they're going to bring it to us, but they aren't giving us all the answers. That'd be way too easy for that to happen. So, but I do believe that my angels were with me in spirit form with my spirit guides and everybody else I was to share this life with, and we all built this blueprint together. So that was the only thing that I found to be different for me and my workings and my perspective uh, on that part of it. Now I want to get to past lives. That's the chapter, what chapter's past lives here? Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, chapter five. And it's titled Life After Death, How to Discover Your Own Past Lives. I love past lives. I've been doing past life readings for people, going into my own past lives for years and years and years, because I do find a correlation between things that go on in our lives now and things that we need to move forward with. Um, Spirit Walker Nicole and I are actually actively in a class for the Akashic Records. I've done readings through them before, but we really wanted to get to know more about it. And if you um, saw our episode with Holly Hawkins Marwood, uh, I believe that that was a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, um, they have been studying the Akashic Records for 10 years and they've created this course. And so now what we're able to do is go deeper into your past lives by entering through the Akashic Records at a different level 
and being able to access this information. I agree with Sylvia Brown and the respect that we have had many lifetimes on this earth, right? Many, many, many. Think about how long earth's been here, how long mankind's been here. Yeah, we've been here for quite some time. Um, and that we need to understand our past lives in order to make sense of certain aspects of our current lives and the evolution and the growth. Our blueprints are meant to build, evolve, and grow. Absolutely from those past lives. Hence, Hall of Records, Kashuk Records, whatever you want to call it, being able to go back and access that information, okay? The blueprints are getting put into those spaces. So I am totally on board with what she says with that. Um, understanding our past lives is valuable tools to understand that death is not an end, just another transition. How beautifully said is that? Again, quote, death is not an end, it's just another transition, end quote. Absolutely. We talk about the end being the transition. That's what it is. We transition back up into, into spirit, and then we bring ourselves back down to earth school when we need to. But something in the second chapter, the second paragraph of this chapter is, she says, quote, how could a loving God judge our success in one brief lifetime and then decide whether we should spend the rest of eternity either in heaven or hell, end quote. Yeah, okay. So for me, I do not have a large religious background. Mine's more spiritual. We were told to find religion that works for us if we chose to go that route. My dad grew up in a very heavy Catholic family. Uh, my mom's family, Christian of some sorts, um, but neither one of them practiced, if you will. So for me, that has never, ever resonated. And I have been to numerous Catholic funerals. Um, I've heard the way that they talk um, as well. I don't feel that a lot of, I kept, I would sit there and be like, how does that make sense? If we're all one, if we're supposed to be built in a space of pure love, then why are there two sides to this, right? Um, working with those lower level energies as well. I'm not thinking, okay, well, you made some pretty big mistakes. Again, it's supposed to be free of judgment. So why are we being categorized in these two aspects of it? But again, that's from her perspective. It's neither here nor there, you know? It, this is from my perspective as well. Um, I also feel that working from those lower level energies up to the angelic realm, um, that we go through that life review. We go through the learning process. Maybe we do work with God or source, right? And be able to work through that energy. But I, I believe it's to be able to come back out bigger and better than we were before to continue the spiritual ascension. Um, and no one's to say that either one of us is right or wrong. Ask another medium, ask another psychic, ask another spiritualist, ask the different religions. We all have different views. And that's what makes this so wonderful to work in this field. I am in full alignment with her talking about our spirits being pure energy and energy can't be destroyed. Fascinating. I mean, I'm a Reiki master. I love energy work. Love it. Um, and I always have that quest for no more knowledge on the energy part of it and the spirit world. Um, I don't believe that once we're created, we can be destroyed, right? Our spirits continues to live on. She refers back in this chapter uh, to chapter one, again, which is the chapter that I had read, which is interesting. These two kind of correlate. Um, the reason we leave the other side is to come here to learn, um, which I agree, and experience and overcome negativity. Okay, right? Um, and that these are part of our lessons, a lot of negative stuff that we've taken on in this life to be able to learn, evolve, grow, move forward with. 
I've also found on this chapter to where she talks about, we're also here to learn about love and human form in this chapter. Okay. But at the same time, we're here to learn the negative aspects of it. And it's because we've come from a place of pure love on the other side that we're here to learn more of the negative stuff. Well, what about those of us that are here to learn self-love and how to give that out? Now, are we going through the negative motions that keep us from loving ourselves, whether it be someone in our lives that have taken that energy away from us, that power away from us? Um, and so they found that we're not worthy of these items. And so therefore, those are the negative things we're learning. But I still feel we're learning about love. We can be in a space of love and moving forward in that energy. Um, so for me, that was a little bit, you know, like, okay, well, I can understand where she's coming from with most of that, but I do believe we're here in a space of love and light. And it isn't all negative stuff that we're supposed to be learning. Uh, we didn't just write fun things in to release that pressure. We wrote fun things in a loving environment um, because we're supposed to learn them and reconnect. So important for us to reconnect with that the eternal love that we have on the other side into the space that we're in now. Um, we're going to get coming up after the break to what I found very fascinating. Um, 44 life themes that she has put in this book. And we're going to kind of go over those and you can kind of hear my viewpoints on that as well. Now, again, this is evolution. This is her perception. This is my perception. That's why I love looking into the stuff to see where we're at. Uh, you guys can book an appointment, shadesofspirit.com. $75 for a one hour reading with me, Psychic Medium Jamie. You can also book with Spirit Walker Nicole and myself to get a double medium reading. That is $150 as on our website. Uh, we do Reiki classes. We've got our angelic class coming up on the 20th. That is 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That is a $40 class. Uh, we're also doing Reiki and mediumship classes in order for you to become certified in Reiki and be able to work on the intuitive aspects of it as well. It's a new course I've just put out there. And you cannot forget, go to YouTube, Shades of Spirit, subscribe, hit the notification bell, because the Fierce Four are going to be in full effect coming this coming Sunday at 4 p.m., and we're popping in every single day during the week to give you a little tidbit of spiritual information. All right, you guys, I will see you right after this break. Listen up. The wealth you receive is a result of your personal relationship with the soul of money meaning your spiritual well-being affects your ability to create abundance. Jennifer Bloom works with people to mend the spiritual disconnects that block up the cash flow. How's your relationship with yourself? Are you in balance with the divine? I know, these are big questions, but there are answers. Take Jennifer's free money relationship quiz to learn where you need to focus your energy and watch yourself grow into the abundance you deserve. Trust the divine. Learn to receive. You are worthy of all the wealth you seek. Visit jenniferbloom.com and click on the purple banner to take the free money relationship quiz. That's jenniferbloom, B-L-O-O-M-E.com. 
Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. On a tough day, our first impulse is to check out. But here's a better idea. Check in. Check in with yourself in two specific ways. First, check in with your body. Are your hands balled into fists? Is your jaw clenched? Notice any place you feel tension in your body and consciously relax. Then check in with your mind. Are you fully present to the people and activities in your immediate environment? Or is your mind a million miles away, worrying about the future, brooding about the past? If that's the case, gently bring your awareness back to the present moment. When we check in with ourselves, we can create more peace in ourselves and in our world. If you'd like to learn more about incorporating mindfulness practices into your daily life, contact me, Mary Angela McGuire at mcguirelifecoach.com and check out my show, Nothing But Now, Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to I Have Soul Radio today. I am psychic medium, Jamie, and we are talking about Sylvia Brown's book, The Other Side and Back and the evolution of what spirit has, you know, shown us over the course of the past 20 years and what has actually stayed the same from my perspective to her perspective. So with that being said, Sylvia Brown, I'm going to jump right in. We're in the past life section and I got two cool things I want to talk about before we end today's show. The first thing I found interesting in her book is that she says that we have 44 what does she put this? She puts, we have 44 life themes that we can choose from. Now, the thing that caught me was when I was reading this part of it, I'm like, 44 life themes. Wait a minute. I know I've been around a lot more than 44 lives. So does that mean I've hit every one of these themes and now I'm coming back to do certain ones over again to evolve? Am I able to do multiple so for me, I kind of feel like I see where these life themes come. And honestly, in this particular life, um, I feel that for me, um, when I read through this section and, and had to understand the different life themes, I feel like I'm on a multi-level lifetime, right? Meaning that I am learning multiple life themes from her perspective. Um, 
so for me, I'm over here as the peacemaker within myself, um, the psychic, the spiritualist, the victim, right? If you look in here, um, we've got the analyzers, we've got the leaders, uh, we've got lawfulness, patience. These are all life themes, according to her and her perspective, that we go through. So can we be doing multiple of these in a life? I absolutely believe so. And I think that our evolution of our spirit and evolution of our human growth has allowed this to happen. But do I feel like there's more to that than just the 44 life themes? Absolutely. And I think maybe by intertwining these, um, it, it does get to evolve better and bigger. Uh, but I would definitely, if you don't have this book, grab it and look at it and see where you think you are on your own life path. And see if that resonates with you. It's kind of like numerology. I can give you information of what you've learned, what you are learning, and what you will learn in this particular life based on your name, your birthday, and what we're here to learn in this lifetime. So I found that actually very interesting when I went through that section and felt that, you know, some of this does tie together, but I feel like there's so much more out there um, that I'm able to see and work with people and all the past life readings that I've done. Um, you can have a regression hypnosis session. Uh, you can also go see a psychic mediums are a little bit different we talk to people that have passed um and so you know that will help in some aspect of it but she definitely says you can have a regression through a hypnosis session or go see a psychic um, but you can do this on your own as well through a meditative process i like to bring my spirit guides in put some music on set the intention and then i also set the intention of connecting with any guides that i had in that particular life to also join me on that journey to let me know what it is that i need to work on that I'm healing in this life. So there's all sorts of ways that you can do that. But I want to get to um, the birthmark and scar section, right? So for her, it's birthmarks. Um, but for me, I'm going to add in the scar part of it because I had something very interesting happen in a reading this week. So with the birthmarks, um, I was going to skip over until I had the session and thought, no, 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 this is important. How many of you have heard that a birthmark is actually a marking of something that happened in a past life? I know a lot of us have. I know a lot of cultures actually embody this concept, um, right? So for me, in the middle of a reading, I'm going to talk about the scar part of it, um, is that I was talking to this gentleman. I was doing a past life reading, and all of a sudden, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm, I'm starting to see this fight happen, and they're starting to bring me into the space of how he passed. And I go, do you ever have, like, issues with, like, your chest and your like your shoulder and down your arm. I go, I don't feel like it's like a heart attack. Like I'm like, but my fingers are tingling and and I'm watching him being stabbed in the chest with a sword. And as I'm watching this, he stands up and he shows me a scar about this big raised scar right in between his chest. And I sat there like this and he goes, the thing is, is that this came up out of nowhere. Hmm. He didn't have surgery. He didn't injure himself there. It came out of nowhere. And it's also happening to someone else in his family. So he's already working through this energy. And now he's got this past life reading to, I think, acknowledge what is happening in this physical body from a past life. How freaking wild is that, right? Um, and being able to feel that pain and then to see it actually happening and then to have him show me a scar, which looked to be about the size of the base of the blade that went through him and came back out. I, I don't, I'm in awe all the time, but I don't get shock level awe like that very often. And for him not to know that part and for me not to see the scar and then for it to come together at the same time was insane. So if scars can come up out of nowhere, birthmarks can also come up, right? 
Now, when you're doing a past life reading or regression, that's where she was getting a lot of her validation on birthmarks or scars or markings on the body, which I found so interesting. Um, when you're doing that past life regression, you're going in and she had a, a gentleman who I think she was doing a regression on and something had been, he had been stabbed or something in, in the calf, I believe. Um, and either she had uh, seen the scar or he had, I think maybe she had seen it and they put it together that that's exactly where they had to go back and listen to the regression exactly where he said that he was stabbed in this past life. Wild, but think about it. We have cell memory within our body and that cell memory can take on that physical energy of those past lives. Because remember when we started out the show, she and I both believe that we are energy and can never be destroyed. So we're going to carry some of that energy with ourselves, physical evidence of traumatic experiences, lethal injuries, previous deaths, right? Um, I really enjoyed being able to break apart her book and know that there's so much to still be learned in this aspect of it. I'm going to do this again. I want to take other mediums books and do the same and see how that works with me and how I perceive information. But think about that out of these two chapters that we talked about today, we all perceive information differently. There are things that we can agree on. There's things that we don't and that's okay. It's all about that mutual respect, right? Not everybody has to agree with her. Not everybody has to see it in that light. Um, I loved her, you know, being forceful and direct. And I, I take a lot of that on as myself and my personality. And at the same time, you know, for me, it's connecting you guys with your loved ones, family and friends. So take what resonates with you. Reread the book. It's so fascinating. And see if that still resonates with you now. And continue on your own spiritual ascension journey. Get those blueprints out. Call on your spirit team and let's do it. If you want help doing that, definitely reach out to us at Shades of Spirit, shadesofspirit.com. Go to our YouTube page, Shades of Spirit as well, and check out The Fierce Four. It is our Shades of Spirit roundtable. It's going to be weekly. It's going to be like The View. I cannot wait to work with these women. We are awesome. All right. And you know what? Book a reading, $75 for a one-hour reading. That's with me. Also, you guys, remember, Shades of Spirit has moved to 5 o'clock on Wednesdays. So that means that you're going to get another dose of me in a few hours. Uh, Spirit Walker Nicole will be joining me. And we're going to be talking about disconnecting. Do you feel disconnected right now, right? Do we feel like we're kind of all over the place? And we're going to give you ways to reconnect. We're also going to do live readings on that show. So tune in. Give us a call. We will take your calls. We'll do some readings and we'll help you get reconnected. I want to thank you guys for having me on. I will see you in a couple more weeks because I will be doing this again here with Benny and Jacob. You guys have a great rest of your week. I will see you for Shades of Spirit at 5 tonight and back for Eye of Soul Radio on Thursday at 5 p.m. as well. Have a great rest of your week.